Hello, everyone. Welcome to Community Conversations. I'm your host, Roger Colton. The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the Town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. This coming week, we are going here in Belmont to be having a special town meeting. Uh, the town meeting will be uh, a, a fall gathering. It is uh, uh, not unusual to have a town meeting in the, uh, in the fall, but it is not uh, regularly scheduled. Uh, there are some extraordinarily important decisions the town meeting will be making this, uh, uh, this coming week. And to talk through and look behind the curtains to get a notion of what is being presented, we have today with us Joanna Juvelis, who is the multimedia journalist for the Belmont Citizen Herald, Belmont's online and print source of hyperlocal news. Thanks for uh, stopping over today, Joanna. Happy to be here, Roger. It is the day after Election Day, so everybody is running a little slow having <laughs> uh, uh, stayed up late. Um, That's for sure. <laughs> uh, let's uh, go through just <clears throat> article by article. And the first article, uh, I mentioned Election Day. The first article flows from uh, results of uh, the Belmont election yesterday. It is an article where town meeting is being asked to... Uh, appropriate money for the new 7 to 12 school. Is that correct? That is correct. And it passed overwhelmingly 76% in favor of this debt exclusion. Uh, is um, Was that a surprise to you? It wasn't a surprise that it passed, to be honest with you. But I think a lot of people, including the Yes for Belmont campaign, uh, were surprised by the margin. Did it have town-wide support, or was there a precinct or two or more that I, voted I no? didn't get a look, good look at—that's a very good question. I should have brought the, the printout from the town clerk's office so we could have looked at that together, because um, I am curious about that now that you mention it, to see what precinct might have. But, it, but really, by, in every precinct, it was, it was pretty much the same outcome, like that 76%. I think that the, the margins in precincts two and eight were lower, but I think everybody uh, voted yes on it. You think they were a little bit lower? Yeah. Uh, that, that's as I remember the numbers mm -hmm. uh, uh, when I saw them last night. So my question is, now that the town has voted yes in, in an election, mm -hmm. what is there for town meeting uh, to decide. What is it that's being presented to town meeting? Yeah, this project can't move forward until town meeting votes, and they, it has to be a two-thirds vote in favor of the debt exclusion for it to pass and f so that this project can move forward. They really want to start this construction in the spring of 2019. And is there any... But they need the money. <laughs> is, is there any conceivable way that town meeting would vote no after the town as a whole voted yes by 76 percent? You never know, Roger. You never know, but uh, from what I understand, uh, based on the results, it's looking good. <laughs> it's looking good. That town meeting will vote to appropriate yes. this money. But in the meantime, 
Bill Lavallo, the high school building committee chairman. He had a meeting first thing this morning with the town administrator and some of the other uh, key players to, to prepare his presentation because he still has to do a presentation to sell this project to town meeting. Uh, so what happens next? Let's assume for the moment that uh, that town meeting votes yes uh, and appropriates the money that uh, uh, the town election approved by really a three to one margin. Let's assume the town meeting approves the appropriation. Uh, what what happens next? What happens next is is the shovels will come out in spring. <laughs> 2019. Okay, so yeah. there's no there's no there's further, no other hurdle. There's no further decision no making. Further, uh, I mean, there'll be meetings. They'll start up their meetings again. I know there's one November 14th. I'm planning to go to, and I'll continue covering the meetings and keeping people updated on what's what's happening. And what are you hearing nowadays uh, about the traffic concerns? Oh, um, one other thing, Roger, backtrack just a minute because there's still other modules of this MSBA process, the Massachusetts School Building Authority process that the high school building committee has to go through. So I think there is another module that they'll begin where like now I think they're gonna get into the, the, the nitty gritty of the, the building plans, I'm pretty sure. But I, 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 will, I will know more on November 14th when I go to the meeting. So, I mean, it's not over with the MSBA process. There's still mod different modules that they still have to go through. And MSBA uh, has an ongoing role in the oversight of the construction, mm -hmm. right? That's right. And and as far as the traffic that you just brought up, um, there there's actually a memorandum that the selectmen just signed up, up, off on this past Monday night, November 5th. And uh, so it's basically a memo that uh, all the, the traffic working group uh, subcommittee has a lot of concerns that they just wanted to make sure w would be addressed once this vote passed. And uh, so this memo kind of assures that, yes, we're not going to forget about these concerns. They're already moving forward on addressing some of them, and, and there's they'll continue to do that. Like, for instance, they just wanted to make sure that the median of trees would not be cut down with this project. And they've already said, we will not cut these trees down, the, the trees will stay. So there's things like that. And they just, you know, they're, they're obviously very, very concerned about traffic worsening in that area. So they're gonna do everything they can to make sure that it doesn't get worse and maybe even gets better. So the headline for, uh, for our listeners is that the uh, seven through t uh, 12 school debt exclusion uh, yesterday on election day passed by a three to one margin, 76% uh, uh, yes, 24% no. That town meeting uh, next week at special town meeting will vote on whether to appropriate that money. That vote needs to be passed by a two thirds majority, but everybody expects that two thirds majority to be uh, easily attained. And that construction on the new school will begin as early as uh, the spring of 2019. And they're hoping that it'll be, um, that at least the 9 to 12 portion will be done by fall of 2021, and then the following year the, the rest is expected to be done. I think the completion date is fall of 2022, I, I think. believe. Yes, for the entire project. So 9 to 12 will get done first, and then 7 and 8. 
will be the la the final phase. Okay, let's uh, go on to the the next article. The, the to wrap up with the the seven to twelve school, uh, we're not to be a cheerleader here, but uh, we're on our way to fixing our enrollment uh, problem. We're on our way to uh, uh, fixing the. Uh, uh, the educational issues. Let's hope. <laughs> <laughs> a long time coming. Let's some say build it and they will come. <laughs> some fear that more more people will move to the town now and the enrollment won't go down. But you know, it's 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 a testament to our to our town and and how much we care about education. Education, yes. And that's why people do move here. Let's move to the uh, second article at a special town meeting. There is a proposed zoning. Uh, overlay district for South Pleasant Street. Uh, yes. Can you explain to me sure. wh what's going on there? What's being allowed? Let's sure. Well, currently it's zoned as a local business two district, which doesn't allow for mixed use facilities or assisted living facilities. It does allow for car dealerships <laughs> <laughs> and other uh, businesses. Um, so this overlay, it's, it's a local business one overlay that will allow for mixed-use developments and assisted living, but all age-restricted. I want to make a very special note of that. They, they will not allow mixed-use facilities that would allow, like they don't want to draw more children into the school system. Sure. They, they prefer the assisted living. And in Belmont Manor does have a proposal for an assisted living facility they're working with uh, Andy, Ro Andy Rojas on it. So this will help them move forward with their uh, project. Now, there is a specific proposal uh, for the assisted living facility, but the overlay district isn't specifically designed for that proposal and that proposal alone. There could right. be other proposals that, oh, yes, uh, definitely. that might come in. Definitely, yep. And is um, uh, what are the public... Uh, uh, comments on uh, on this proposal have people embraced it a and the question behind the question is the town adopted an overlay district for Cushing Square and we all know how controversial uh, that became has the public embraced uh, I don't feel like this has been controversial I think this I've heard concerns you know continue concerns about you know possible traffic getting worse um, Particularly on Trapello Road, but uh, not too not too much concern. I mean, I think they're they're assuring people that, um, however they're going to build this, it won't it won't make traffic worse. But I, again, traffic is always an issue in Belmont. It's going to be an ongoing issue. It's not going to go away. And again, when you say build this, that's the assisted living facility, right? And there's a lot. Like if you look at the what the planning board has prepared and what town meeting members should ha have in their packets to review before they vote. There's a lot of information. You're a town meeting member, right? I am. So there's a lot of information about this overlay district. It really gets into all the, the details. Did you have a chance to look at it? Yes. Uh, and my uh, one of my takeaways was that even though there is a proposal for an assisted living facility that uh, the the enactment of this overlay uh, district would allow that assisted living facility, but it would allow other alternative proposals. Right. That but no adult entertainment. 
<laughs> that is off the table. <laughs> uh, this requires a two-thirds vote at town meeting since it it's a zoning bylaw. Yes. And it sounds to me like you're thinking that uh, that there will not be a uh, significant chance that there would be a no vote on this. Right. You think that this will get... I do the, think it'll pass. I do. Uh, let's talk about... Uh, something that may or may not pass. The, uh, probably the biggest issue at special town meeting, uh, I mean, with the high school being significant, but one of the more controversial issues will be the zoning for adult use marijuana, uh, the dispensaries. Yes. Or the retail, uh, the retail shops, the pot shops. Yes. <clears throat> I was at the warrant briefing that the League of Women Voters um, holds four town meeting members. So it basically Roy Epstein is the moderator for that. And um, so they reviewed all the articles and, and town meeting members had the opportunity to ask their questions. And um, Steve Pinkerton, vice chairman of the planning board, spoke at the warm briefing and basically pleaded with all the town meeting members there uh, to pass this article. He pleaded with them, and so did Charles Clark, actually. Um, please approve this. And in, in your mind, is there a, uh, a chance that town meeting would vote no? I don't know. It I'm, requires I'm, a two-thirds. I'm hearing, yes, it does require a two-thirds vote. I did some man-on-the-street interviews at the Belmont Farmers Market. I, I actually interviewed Tara Donner, school committee member, and she didn't seem like she was in favor of it so that made me think wow um maybe there's a lot of other town meeting members out there that might consider defeating this there's also the possibility that and i want to say what will happen if this is defeated but but there's also the possibility that i don't know if it'll get amended or someone will attempt to um, amend it in the spring but but if it doesn't pass uh then Marijuana would be allowed in any commercial district in Belmont without a special permit process. And let's back up for a minute because it strikes me that you know what we're talking about and I know what we're talking about. But let's sure. lay out what, uh, what the decision being presented to town. Oh, absolutely. Uh, because now that Belmont has decided that there can be up to two marijuana retail establishments, uh, in the town, the question becomes not where whether they're coming, but where they're going to go. Where, exactly. And there really turned out to be some controversy uh, over, not, not surprisingly, when I say turned out, everybody expected there to be yeah. lots of public comment. But uh, the planning board almost immediately eliminated the notion of putting or allowing the uh, retail shops in the town centers and the question was whether they should be limited to South Pleasant Street or whether they should also be allowed over in the area where the loading dock is over by the high school. Right in Street. Yeah so basically they they during the whole process and there were there were several public hearings on this and meetings the, what they decided, planning board, what they decided is, okay, let's just look at where medical marijuana is allowed in Belmont, and let's look at that. And so then they were, they were, they said, well, why don't we just make it the same zone for retail? But then a lot of people expressed their concern about that area 
where the loading dock is located, the Brighton Street area, because, because, it, of, because of its proximity to Winbrook and the high school and even the, um, the community path that's over there. I think just a lot of people had a lot of concerns, thinking it's just too close to where young people are. And the flip side of the argument is that allowing it only on South Pleasant Street doesn't provide an adequate opportunity. That's what people are arguing. However, when so someone actually brought to the attention um, to the planning board that in Colorado, uh, they actually had a map showing how close together these marijuana stores that are. That they clustered together. Yes. So having them in one area really wasn't right. a limitation. And planning board also c consulted with the town council who said that this is there, there would be no grounds for a lawsuit if you decided this because they were concerned that there could potentially be a lawsuit. And town council said, you don't have to worry about a lawsuit. Now, the, the zoning bylaw that's being presented to town meeting, really, uh, we need to talk about that along with uh, the citizens' petition that has been submitted. And there has been a citizens' petition, which is a separate article, but uh, mm -hmm. let's talk about them together. Sure. Uh, which would extend uh, a zoning moratorium for another six months. Right. Currently, the moratorium expires December 31st, which means after December 31st, someone who wants to open a retail marijuana store in, in Belmont can, can apply and go start the special permit process. Um, but this citizen's petition is asking for it to be extended to June 30th, 2019. And the reason behind the petition, they're saying, is what? What? I'm not quite sure, actually. <laughs> well, I, my impression is that uh, the, the thinking is that the town needs more time. The, the legal basis for extending the moratorium is that the town needs more time right. to d uh, develop a right. zoning bylaw. And but the counter to that is we've got a zoning bylaw. The town meeting will vote yes or no on. Yes. The, the town of Belmont doesn't need more time. And, and that was also brought up at the League of Women Voters warrant briefing that, you know, we, what more is there to study? We have already studied this. But now I'm looking at it as, okay, if this adult use marijuana overlay recommendation <laughs> by planning board is defeated, by town meeting, if they defeat that article, then this potentially could be needed. It could potentially, so, so that would mean, what would happen is they may have to pass this to, to, to go back to the drawing board for another six months. But the response to that would be, there are two alternatives, one that are on the table at least. One is to limit their marijuana shops to South Pleasant Street. The other is to have the marijuana shops on South Pleasant Street and also allow a marijuana shop, or more, I guess, uh, over uh, in the area uh, by the loading dock. That's so actually no longer no longer a, pro you know, a proposal, so they'd have to go back and try to argue <coughs> why, why it should go there. And I think one of the arguments is <coughs> that Cambridge is or already has something like just steps away from there because you know how close Cambridge is sure. to that area. So Cambridge already does have something already 
open over there. So they're saying, why should Cambridge get all the money? Why can't we get some of it? Well, let me ask you to uh, use your imagination uh, for a minute mm -hmm. and uh, uh, recognizing that any zoning bylaw requires a two-thirds majority of town meeting. What happens if there is not a bylaw that can garner a two-thirds majority? That uh, limiting it to South Pleasant Street uh, eliminates more than a third of the support, uh, expanding it to South Pleasant Street and uh, the loading dock area, uh, eliminates a third more than a third so two-thirds won't agree on a bylaw does that mean the town is just open right if they don't if this if they don't if they don't pass that recommendation for the, the zoning by south pleasant street then um basically a marijuana store can open in any commercial district in belmont without yep. a special permit process unless another special town meeting is called, and that would need to be called by December 31st. Got it. So okay. we may be uh, <laughs> spending our holidays in the town. Um, Belmont High School Auditorium, who we just which we love so much with those orange seats that are <laughs> poking wires at you. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> For another couple of years. So. Okay. Yeah, pretty. Luckily, that will all be replaced with the 7 to 12 project. Maybe we should save a chair just for prosperity sake. So the headline from uh, Marijuana for Special Town Meeting is that uh, there is a proposal, uh, a zoning proposal. That proposal would uh, place or would allow uh, marijuana shops to open on South Pleasant Street. And there is uh, uh, a, a constituency that argues for that, and there's a constituency that argues against it. You are uh, a town meeting member. What are you hearing? Well, I'm hearing that uh, What's people... What's the vibe you're getting? <laughs> I'm hearing that people don't like the, the limitation to South Pleasant Street, but that that uh, study from Colorado that says that marijuana shops really clustered together in Colorado is, uh, is pretty convincing. Uh, what about the fact that Superintendent John Phelan uh, actually told the Belmont Citizen Herald on the record that he doesn't approve of a marijuana store opening near the high school or any school? I think there are a lot of people who uh, who think John Phelan knows who what he's talking about. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, close, close Let's the door. Let's hope so. <laughs> Let's close the door on marijuana. There is a... Uh, uh, an article to appropriate money uh, from the Community Preservation Act for the design of the Alexander Street uh, uh, underpass. Do I have that correctly? Alexander Ave, yeah. This is very uh, exciting, what, Roger. Did I call it a street? Yeah. Alexander Ave. This is so exciting. This is like 40 years in the making from what I understand. The town has been talking about an underpass, a pedestrian tunnel under the MBTA railroad tracks at Alexander Ave yes. uh, for more than 40 years. And for whatever reason, it never got done. And now finally, I think maybe because of the Belmont High School project and the concerns about traffic, State Senator William Brownsburg got involved, State Rep David Rogers got involved and really got the state uh, to basically commit to funding the construction for this. 
However, Belmont is responsible for the, the design, the design cost, of it, which is $400,000 just for that portion. And this is all part of the community path. This is one portion of it. And what you just said, I think, is important for people to hear. There are mm -hmm. a couple of elements uh, to this. Uh, mm -hmm. What town meeting is voting on is uh, funding for the design of the underpass. Uh, however, the state is going to fund the construction of that. So uh, once this vote occurs, that underpass is on its way. That's it, right. It's, it's like the high school. We're, we're on our way to, uh, to having that done. Another huge development for Belmont. And in my mind, people associate the underpass with the, the community path. But what the underpass uh, really does is it connects the Winbrook neighborhood with the school, with the, mm -hmm. the new 7 through 12 school. It connects the Winbrook neighborhood with the, the hockey rink. Uh, it connects the Winbrook neighborhood with the the pool and the neighbor and, and the, the library. library it's true I because now they they have to cross over the tracks which is not safe right so a lot of parents they don't like that they don't want their kids crossing over the tracks but they do uh and and then and so instead they'll they're dropping their kids off which is adding to the traffic in that whole area on concord ave and oh so Brighton this Street. may help traffic because it, it will. rather than driving around to drop kids yeah, off it will definitely help traffic and Promote more walking. Are, are there neighborhood concerns at all about traffic I, on the other side? I haven't heard. See, that's the thing. I haven't heard, so I don't know how a butters would feel. I, I, I have not heard. What's the next step? Anything like NIMBY-ish. Yes. Not in my backyard. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. Assuming that town meeting approves this, what's the next step? Well, they'll start the design. There's already a community path committee, building yes. committee, that... Um, that will start the, the design process, get this thing designed, and then bring it to the state and say, okay, we got our design, now, now fund it, <laughs> fund the construction. So we are um, uh, looking at an imminent uh, uh, start on the design and then the construction. We're over, mm -hmm. assuming town meeting approves this $400,000, mm -hmm. we're over the major barriers to having an Alexander Ave underpass that goes yeah underneath the uh, the railroad tracks there. will be historic okay let's uh, uh, finish with the reduction in the interest rate for uh, the deferred property taxes the timing and of this is good this is good because now that the debt exclusion has passed right taxes will go up for residents so city senior citizens living in the town may be like I don't know if I can afford to stay here but this is kind of an incentive to stay here. So if they qualify, they can apply to defer paying their property taxes. And currently, the interest rate that you have to pay on that is 8%. It's set by the state. So a lot of people don't like that. They're like, okay, I can defer paying my property taxes if I'm eligible, but, but I'm 8% is nose. a lot. Yes. So now uh, this would reduce it to 4.5%. And the expectation is that there would be uh, a higher take-up. Maybe more people would take advantage of it. And given the... And be able to stay in the town. And given the debt exclusion that we just approved, that uh, uh, that would be a good thing. It would be a or good that thing. Would be It'll a require helpful. a majority vote, so 
not not a two-thirds majority vote. I think it'll pass. Okay. Uh, thanks for stopping over. We're out of time. We're out of articles. Uh, there is a special town meeting starting next Tuesday night. Uh, and November 13th. And there are uh, major, major issues ranging from the high school to uh, the community path to the location of uh, adult, uh, adult recreational marijuana uh, stores. A lot of progress for Belmont. It is indeed. Uh, we have been speaking with Joanna Juvelis, who is the multimedia journalist for the Belmont Citizen Herald, Belmont's online and print news source for hyperlocal news. You can listen to iTunes uh, to community conversations on iTunes by searching for the BMC Podcast Network, and you can also access community conversations at BelmontMedia.org. Uh, the Belmont Media website. This is Community Conversations. Thank you for listening in today. I'm your host, Roger Colton. I will talk to you again next time.